Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Miami in the lead. White going long to Hill. Out of bounds at the five-yard line. A great throw and a perfect catch. Come into the Believe in the Cowboys podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, the network for professional podcasters. We're back and better than ever. On Bet Online, all eyes are on the Gridiron's teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts paul catalina alongside former cowboys quarterback and punter danny white and danny uh this was an interesting week for the cowboys as we head on to the game today against the giants a team that looked a lot different in the second half of that game than they had earlier in the season but the first thing we got to talk about is there's no jalen smith he's been released he's off to the Green Bay Packers. It you kind of came down to that injury guarantee of $9 million for next year and the fact that his role was diminishing. What do you think about Jalen Smith no longer being a Cowboy? Well, yeah, that was the, kind of the big news of the week. But I, I think you can look at it a couple of different ways. One, you know, he's the fourth leading tackler on the team this year. And normally that position should lead the team in tackles by a long ways. I mean, everybody's job on defense is to free up the middle linebacker so he can make tackles. And guys have been doing a great job. I couldn't say that about the team last year. But this year, they've been doing a great job, and Jalen still is only the fourth leading tackler. So I think that's part of it. But I think the other thing, the positive part of all this, is it just shows how much confidence they have in these young guys with Keanu Neal coming back and, and the Jabril Cox and some of these, these young guys are, are playing hard. I mean, you know, I, I love the idea of getting young guys uh, rather than a, a proven veteran that's making a ton of money that's got a big guarantee. So what what's his motivation? You know, I've, I've always thought about that as a coach, as an owner, as a GM. Do I want a bunch of guys who have a lot, bunch of money guaranteed in the bank? Or do I want a bunch of young guys out there trying to get to that point where they can sign that big contract? And, and that's what the Cowboys 
have here in, in Cox, you know, the, a young guy and, and Neil. and These guys are all trying to get to that point, and they're out to prove something. And so uh, I think that's the positive side of this. Now, don't get me wrong, Jalen Smith was a great cowboy. He was a great player, and he worked hard. And and uh, But it just, yeah, that $9 million uh, cap hit was uh, too much for them to bear. I think also... Uh, we're we're seeing a little bit of the residual effects of that contract that Dak signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that that's going to do is it's going to have a little bit of a ripple effect on other players, other positions, and what they can afford to spend. I think that's part of this also. Yeah, I uh, I think like the the best news for Cowboy fans, even you know, I, I know there's a lot of people who love Jalen Smith who are you know bought. 54 jerseys and nine jerseys that are probably super bummed out right now that that one of their favorite players isn't on the team but in the long-term view of the Cowboys there was a time where they could not not I mean financially afford but just roster afford to cut a guy who makes as much money as Jalen Smith because the answer after that was there was nobody there it was you know, a, yeah. a rookie free agent or somebody off the street they'd sign during the season. They just kind of had to take their lumps. The fact that they have the depth to be able to make this move, I think shows you a lot about where Will McClay and Mike McCarthy and, and, and Steven Jones have built this roster, especially after a, a draft with 11 draft picks, most of them on defense. They they were ready to make moves like this. It just, for, for Jalen Smith, you know, when you sign Keanu Neal in free agency and then you draft Micah Parsons in the draft and then to to some extent Jabril Cox in the fourth round the writings on the wall like he he had to produce up to that up to that seven million dollars for this year and up to that nine million dollar fully guaranteed injury for next year or they were going to have to let him go and he's just regressed a little bit well yeah and and it's and it's probably normal you know he had a pretty severe injury Mm -hmm. coming out of college that he had to overcome and to his credit he did that. I mean, he got back to, to full strength and played hard, but that's always going to have some wear and tear on your body in the long run. And, and I think that's part of the part of the issue with Jalen. Now, uh, obviously, the Green Bay Packers don't feel that uh, he's lost, lost too much, and I think they are the beneficiaries. I think this, Paul, is more about money than it is about a lack of production or lack of getting tackled. Uh, and so I think Green Bay is uh, is making a great move by signing him. And I think it wouldn't surprise me to see him just go on a tear now uh, in terms of making tackles, and, and uh, because he's gonna he's gonna prove to all the Cowboy fans and the, and the Cowboy management that he's still got it. And and I honestly I I really think he does. Well, and and he might wind up in a, in a better defensive system for him than than what Dan Quinn has for for him individually. You know, sometimes yeah, you, 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 you never know. You never know where a guy fits, and you could be exactly right. Uh, you know, he could be perfect. I know, I know, he was not he was not doing well last year and the year before that, even even more with those tackles not doing their jobs. I mean, he just couldn't get to the ball carrier. Because the tackles weren't sealing off the, the lane, and uh, so he, he might have more success in Green Bay. We'll see. But uh, Jalen Smith is a good football player, and the Cowboys are losing a good one. But let's see if these young guys can step in and fill that void. Yeah, well liked in the locker room, and 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 a guy who you, you know, yeah. you, you sit down and talk to him, and you can't uh, help but be impressed by. 
I, you know, Jalen Smith's going to be a CEO when he's done playing football. I and mean, that guy's yeah. he's, he's going places in, in, in life past the NFL. So uh, I'll, I always like talking to Jalen Smith when we got the ch- opportunities at training camp or in the locker room. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sad to see him go in, th- in that regard. But, uh, you know, I, I think that the Cowboys had to do what they had to do. And, you know, that's also the nature of the NFL. I mean, we saw the, you know, the, the Patriots this week trade Stefan Gilmore I mean it just it happens right. I, I mean he they don't have a, a, a defensive back that's probably better than him on the roster right now but they're in a position where it's probably time for a guy like him to 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 go I mean you, you just have to look at where your roster is and, and adjust as the season goes you know what we're seeing in the league Paul right now is the, the teams that are having success are the teams that are managing their backup their young players their injured reserve players guys coming off uh, uh, becoming active again and managing that whole system uh, because you're seeing more and more. And, and as training camp keeps getting diminished and, and you're practicing less, you're going to see more and more of these injuries, calf injuries, quad injuries, hamstrings, because their bodies simply are not ready for regular season live bullets flying around. Uh, and they're going to you're going to see more and more of these injuries. So the teams they can manage those young players and replace the, the aging players or the players that are making more money with younger players are going to be the teams that are going to be successful. Yeah, and, and the, the entry reserve rules are different. The practice squad rules are different now than they were uh, just two or three years ago. So, uh, yeah, they've got to manage that and, and move it through. All right, let's talk Giants. Danny, this is a... This is an interesting matchup this week. I think if the second half doesn't happen uh, last week for the Giants, this is a team that that might have you know taken play calling away from Jason Garrett. I mean that they had all these kind of rumors swirling about them, and of course you, you don't know what to believe. But last week they got Saquon Barkley involved. Daniel Jones managed the turnovers uh, a lot better. Uh, that's that's been his. His big, you know, problem is that he's a very athletic and talented quarterback, but he doesn't hold on to the ball. And they beat a Saints team that's probably middle of the pack, but still, uh, they came back and, and played well. And if Saquon Barkley gets going, that changes this whole Giants team because he is that talented and good. Well, you, you hit the nail on the head with that one, Saquon Barkley. In my opinion, now, uh, you know, Zeke will uh, take me off of his. Uh, his speed dial list, if you heard me say this, but uh, uh, Saquon Barkley might be the best running back in the league, and and uh, certainly in the conference, uh, he's just such a big, hard runner, you know. And uh, man, he's going to be a key. He's going to just keep getting better, coming off that injury, missing all of last year. Um, so, so I'm a little bit nervous today as a matter of fact, about Barkley. And he's going to be a real key in this in this game, especially with Jalen Smith gone now. And, and the Cowboys making that adjustment, bringing these young linebackers up, you certainly don't want to bring them up against a quality running back like Saquon Barkley. You know, at uh, 52 carries for 186 yards, he's one of the leading rushers in the league. And he's a guy that just doesn't stop. He doesn't quit. He's just a hard, hard runner. And, and uh, so we'll see, but I think that's one of the keys to the game today. The other one is going to be Anthony Brown. Uh, you know, the Giants are uh, short a couple of receivers, Slayton and Shepard, and that's a big plus for the 
Cowboys, but that means that uh, uh, Anthony Brown is going to be because they'll what they'll do is they'll they'll put Diggs, um, you know, on on their key receiver and and lock him down, which means that uh, that Brown is going to be on that speedster. Um, oh, Canaries, yeah, you know, John Ross. You know, Ross ran a four two two forty at the combine. That's that's unheard of. I mean, you can't even see that fast, let alone run that fast. John Ross has only caught three balls this year, but this could be a breakout game for him. And Anthony Brown's been playing lights out from Gibby Ball, but he's going to be stuck on that guy because uh, there's not any question that the Cowboys are going to use Diggs to lock down Galladay. And uh, that, that means the key is going to be, in my opinion, on Anthony Brown. So, there's a couple of keys. The linebackers on on Barkley and uh, and Brown, uh, you know, we're going to be locked up on Ross and Tony and those other guys. So Cowboys defense is going to get a test today. Yeah, and one of the things about Daniel Jones, I think that it, he is uh, he's he's an athletic quarterback and he can run. I mean, he's we had long touchdown runs uh, in his career, but uh, the the one. Yeah, thing I think of when you think about a, a guy like Daniel Jones is you could have them in third and nine, and if he has an opening, he'll go get it. I mean, so uh, that third and nine can be kind of negated because of his his athletic ability, his ability to go run for a first down. He's not a run first quarterback, but he's a quarterback who who can run. And um, you know, they they uh, he he does. He, he he scares me more than I think most people who who watch uh, who watch the game today because they you know they have their fantasy football team and they they don't see it but he's he's about to to me I think he's about to turn into something a lot better because again it's just about not fumbling the ball if he can stop doing that then then he's going to be a pretty darn good quarterback and these Cowboys Giants games never seem to go how you think they're going to go. It, it's kind of no. like Texas and Oklahoma yesterday. You can't, you could not write a script before the game for it and have it follow that. The, I, I know many Giants teams that rolled into to, to Arlington or, or to Irving that were less than Cowboys teams player for player, and you know they found a way to exploit whatever the Cowboys' weaknesses were. And one, I've seen bad Cowboy teams roll into good uh, Giants games in, in the Meadowlands and win. It just, this is... Uh, this is maybe the least talked about rivalry in, of the NFC East rivalries, but it's real, and it, and and these games always get weird. Well, you throw the numbers out the window basically when you when you play an NFC East team, but but I agree with you on Daniel Jones. You know, all four of his touchdown passes this year, he's only got four, but all four of them have been over twenty yards. Uh, he's a he's a big play guy, averaging seven yards per carry running the ball, which is which is tops in the league, and the only other uh, quarterbacks that have have a uh, thousand yards passing and 150 yards rushing in the league are Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. So there you go. I mean, those are a couple of pretty good, pretty good runners. And uh, this this would be the third game in a row on the road with a hundred plus rating. So Daniel Jones is not afraid to play games on the road. And it's to be a sixth game in a row of a nine, overall of a 90-plus rating. So I think your prediction that Daniel Jones is just about to emerge as a quality NFL quarterback is right on. I mean, he's finally got some weapons getting Barkley back. 
was a huge thing. I can tell you as a quarterback, having a good running game, it keeps that defense from pinning their ears back and coming after you. And there's no better friend to a quarterback in the NFL than a good running game and a good defense. And he seems to have that now. Yeah, I I think one of the things you see with teams, and it's probably a nature of the salary cap and sometimes just bad draft moves, but there are very talented quarterbacks who have gone by the wayside because their team kind of said, okay, you're the guy, do everything. I, the Cowboys were in danger of doing that with, with Dak uh, a little bit with having him throw the ball 50 times a game. And now you've seen how, uh, which is this is going to be a cool transition to the, the topic I want to talk about, how Dak's game has changed as Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy have kind of taken – food off the plate for him a little bit they've they've taken it off and not been all right Dak go do it I think um the biggest crime of Tony Romo's career was the Cowboys did not consistently have that running game for him or did not have a defense that would uh save him from having to go be the savior every game I mean it was like okay well Tony go make make a Romo miracle and you know you can't do that every time and then if you do that to Dak like hey you're so good just go make something happen well sometimes it's got to be somebody else you know that that has to make something happen and I think we've seen Dak's game grow immensely just over the the three games after the Buccaneers game where they haven't put it all on him I mean it's he can everybody can contribute in spots and the Cowboys are so balanced now the Giants are starting to do that too with Daniel Jones yeah, well, the the toughest thing for a quarterback to do is come from behind. You know, when when a team knows you're going to have to throw the ball, uh, that is especially in the NFL at that level. Those guys are so good; they put their pass rushers. You know, teams the, the good defensive fronts have pass rushing defensive tackles, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds a little bit strange, but they do, and and. They put those guys in like, like Osa. You know, um, Osa's, Osa's got more quarterback hits already this season than any defensive tackle on the Cowboys all of last year. So he's a guy, and that's what teams are going to do. Is if, they get you, if they get ahead of you, they're going to put their pass-rushing defensive tackle in the game or smaller guys in there because they know you have to throw the ball, and so they're going to put pass-rushers in there at tackle and uh, that's what what happened in the past with Dak. And now that they've got that running game, uh, that first game was was uh, was not typical of what the Cowboys want to do. And I think I think Kellen Moore and uh, Dan Quinn both understand that uh, you don't want to throw the ball fifty eight times. Uh, but when you're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with that run stopping defense, I think it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's just not the right thing to do every week, and they're not going to do that every week. If you can pass for 250 yards and run for 250 yards, that's the best combination for a great football team in the National Football League to win championships. Yeah, you have to make a defense choose what they're going to try to, how they're going to want to lose. And, and it will speak like, how do you, how do you want to get beat? Do you want the passing game to beat you? Or do you yeah. want the running game to beat you? And you know, sometimes it works like we're going to sell it and stop the run because we don't trust this. But right now, with the way the Cowboys' offense is going, there's so much balance. You know, it makes defenses have to play it straight and not and not cheat up to 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 stop anything. They they have to. Well, and the emergence of Tony Pollard too, yeah. has been a big deal, bigger bigger than anybody realizes. Now, last week Zeke was on a roll, and uh, they just pretty much stuck with him. But 
and that's fine. But when you've got a guy like Tony sitting there that you can go to when they're keying on Zeke, uh, they're, they're not able to do that anymore like they have in the past because Tony's become a quality running back who's not, not just in there on passing down. He's in there all the time. And he can pass protect, he can block, he can run, he can do it all. And that's been a, a, a huge plus for the Cowboys offense. It has. All right. Well, uh, Danny, I know that uh, you're you're off to do the game today for Compass Media and uh, certainly enjoy those broadcasts and, and have a great one today. Uh, I think uh, ultimately the Cowboys should win this game. They're a deeper team than the Giants. They're a little further along than the Giants are, but uh, I would not be surprised to see this game be pretty darn close the whole time and some big plays uh, on, on both sides from uh, you know being kind of a classic Cowboys-Giants game that may surprise some people that look at the Giants record and go, oh, well, the Cowboys are way better. Yeah, well, they are on yeah. paper. But I've said that every year now for about four years, and they always end up getting beat in some of these NFC East matchups. So anything could happen today. Yep, and this one is a an NFC East game, so it, it counts twice. I mean, it, it does. I mean, a, uh, a win right. for you is a loss for your division opponent and puts you that much further ahead when it comes to the end of the season. Everybody, thanks so much for listening as you get ready for the game today. Cowboys-Giants at 325 Central Time. Uh, Enjoy the game. Enjoy the rest of the football weekend. I'm Paul Catalina for Danny White. This is the Believe in the Cowboys podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. Have a great day, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.